Hey guys, how's it going? You're listening to Journey to Truth podcast. Today we are joined by our local friend, Ben Seahick, who is, uh, actually Aaron knows him, um, and he is a member of, or he is a lead researcher at Midwest Climate Change and Engineering Watch, and we're going to get into a lot of information about chemtrails and geoengineering today, and uh, he has some great information that he's going to bring forward, and it's actually a rabbit hole that I've been going down lately. And it's something we've never really covered on this channel, so we thought it'd be really cool to do that. Uh, before I get started, we have a couple things to plug. Obviously, you guys know we have t-shirts for sale, teespring.com. Uh, we have promo code, 20% off with promo code Sleepy Joe uh, from now through Christmas or until further notice. Best promo uh, code. Yeah, and that, that works for all the merchandise on there. Uh, so that's really cool. And um 20% off, it's a great deal right now, especially for Christmas. So get your family a Journey to Truth shirt or a coffee mug or whatever you want. Um, you guys know you guys know Omnia. Uh, Omnia has a, a sale going on now. Here's what it looks like. You guys know what it is. It's the patch you put on your phone. Uh, harmonizes the, the negative uh, radiation coming in and then turns basically balances it and turns it into something that is actually beneficial for you instead of the negative radiation. Uh, so promo code truth by clicking the link below promo code truth gets you 10% off from now through Christmas. Uh, those also make great gifts. <laughs> Everything makes a great gift. And we have our new affiliate uh, Hopewell Farms They're a CBD distributor or Hopewell Farm, uh, excuse me, CB, CBD distributor. Uh, we just partnered up with these guys and they're super amazing people. He's one of us, a truth seeker, light warrior, whatever you want to call them. They're really doing some great work. And um, uh, I believe that sale just ended, but it's still really great products. And we already had people reaching out. They were upset that they don't ship internationally. And I talked with Eric about it and he's like, well, we can't because our product is actually illegal in other countries because of the amount of THC, THC that they put yeah. in and it's illegal to ship to other countries. I think the UN or something, there's like one place that he can ship. Uh, so, I mean, this stuff's legit. It really is. It really is some awesome stuff. So if you guys um, are feel compelled at all and you're looking for some good CBD, make sure you check that out. All the links are going to be below in the description. Um now that all that is done, uh, welcome to the show, Ben. How's it going over there, brother? Good, good. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, it's a great honor for me to be on and uh, give you guys a little bit of information on climate engineering, which is the greatest threat to humanity today. Yeah, yeah. yeah and we're glad to have you. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, definitely. We're glad to have you. So I guess let's jump right into it. Uh, this is, like I said earlier, this is a rabbit hole that I've been going down recently. It's just interesting how it all works out that we're going to be talking about this today. Uh, it's really fascinating. We've always known about it, but we've never really covered it. So I'm very curious to see what uh, you're going to bring to the table and what you can teach us about this. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to talk about. It is an incredibly complex subject. Um, I do have to say, though, that the best material on this subject is on geoengineeringwatch.org, which is my friend Dane Wigington. He That's his site. He does an outstanding research. I've uh, done activist work for him and I've done other things. And so now we're bringing it here because it's not spreading fast enough. You know, the it's always the, it's a East Coast and a West Coast, but the Midwest is completely asleep to it. So this is an issue that needs to be taken care of before it gets out of it completely. Well, yeah, and I mean, and a lot of people know about chemtrails and they see this stuff in the sky, but um, they never think about 
what it is or what it's doing to them. I mean, they're socially conditioning, conditioning us. They're putting this stuff in, I mean, cartoons, kids, children's cartoons. I mean, if you watch some of them, they're, they're putting the chemtrails in there. They're trying to make it just like common knowledge. Like it's just something normal, normal, but it's, but it's not. And uh, I guess, so like, I guess just explain like the reality of what is actually happening here and what this, I mean, I know they're trying to manipulate the weather amongst many other things. So the reality of climate engineering, you can do it. You can use two schools of thought and I'm going to give you both of them. Uh, ultimately climate engineering is used to manipulate the weather. They have paths going back, back a hundred years. One of the first ones is how to make it rain. Uh, they've been doing it for 70 years, all the way back in World War One. they started it. And you can see uh, old military planes turning them on and off. Now, what this is, is Lyndon B. Johnson said it one day in one of his prep, prep, uh, press conferences, is he who controls the weather controls the world. Now, going forward with that, weather warfare is the most powerful form of warfare because you can fire around and on the enemy and they can never know that you declared war on them. Iran came out in 2010 and said to went to the UN and said, hey, why are you guys cutting off Iran? Now, Iran isn't a third world country. I mean, they have sophisticated radar. They have sophisticated machinery. They can detect, you know, these particulates coming down a column and cutting them off. You know, and there's many documents out there. There's the 800 percent page document I sent you, sent you in a script of it earlier, of them admitting, hey, we've been doing this for 30 years. And, you know, here's we're going to continue on with more advanced patents. Then there's a document of uh, from the Air Force called Weather as a Force Multiplier by 2025. The reality is it's a weapon, but also a, a pharmaceutical solution to the planet. See, people treat uh, the environment like it's Minecraft. You know, you chop a tree down, it just grows back. You know, you turn around seconds later, it's all good. Unfortunately, that's not the case. You know, nature takes a while to grow back. And our loot, plunder, and pillage form of life has caused us to devour the majority of our resources. Now, this school of thought that many of the people in a geoengineering movement say is the psychopaths have drained the planet dry. They're on their very last straw and they're trying to cause massive depopulation before it's too late. But they're going to continue to geoengineer, which is stupid. You know, it's a it's it's you're shooting yourself in the head not only once, but twice. And uh, the other school of thought is the one I kind of subscribe to, but I'm not, I'm not really there yet, is this is of a bigger plan. I mean, if you look at the Georgia Guidestones in the 1980s, they made it very clear that they want 500 million people to be, you know, there has to be 500 million people for be it for there to be in perpetual balance in nature. Made it very clear back then. And 10 years later, they came out with uh, UN articles that say, you know, 2021, 2020. So in my eyes, I think this is a greater plan to get rid of humanity as a whole, you know, or bring it down to that number that's easily controllable. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I mean, this isn't just affecting the weather. There's chemicals and toxins and and, and even arguably uh, nanoparticles, AI, AI, basically nanobots in these chemtrails that don't just affect the weather. They affect our soil. They, you know, they affect our plants, our food, the vegetation, the trees, our bodies. It gets in our skin. Um, it, it affects us all. And who knows? A lot of these chemicals that are actually being sprayed are untested. Some of them just like, from my understanding, is like a byproduct of some lab, some testing in some lab somewhere. It's like the waste from the experiment gone wrong that they're throwing into these uh, chemtrails. Now, I know there's like the military explanation of it's like military chaffing or whatever. Um, 
which is maybe i don't know there was that one well that's a different thing yeah exactly yeah exactly what they're trying to say that's yeah. that's one of their ex the mainstream ex explanations for it but there was that news anchor have you seen that video that news anchor who just kind of like blows the lid on that blows the whistle on it in the middle of his weather report or as a meteorologist yeah mm -hmm. um but yeah i guess my whole point was is that we you know what what's actually in this stuff it's it's doing more than just than manipulating the weather yeah so what's in this material, uh, Geoengineering Watch just they just purchased a NOAA uh, plane that was able to test the atmosphere last year. Now, NOAA stands for National Oceanic Atmospheric Agency. They were able to get a, a microbiologist to go up in the atmosphere, and they were able to go from point to point on a flight and pick up these materials. The results came back with the following, high levels of aluminum, high levels of barium, mercury, strontium, uh, nanoplastics. You know, what is that doing up there? And it's, this isn't, you know, there's the mainstream academia who are, I'm really incredibly disappointed in considering the fact that I'm not a scientist, considering the fact that I'm, I, you know, I'm going to school for 20 years to practice on a subject. How am I more well-versed than these individuals? You know, I shouldn't be, I'm not, they're just, they just don't want to, you know, they want to continue to propagate a lie. These nanoparticulates, when they come down, they become bioavailable. They build up in your neurological system. So what ends up happening is you'll see high amounts of dementia, autism. You'll see all these neurological disorders like Parkinson's. You know, there is a um, article done. You can look this up called aluminum adjuvants. You know, the effect of aluminum adjuvants in the body could have, you know, autism or dementia. Or, you know, that's not good for you. Not to mention it affects your breathing, your lungs. These heavy metals, these you know nanoplastics, they, they affect your heart rate, the way your heart beats. I mean, and they're desiccants, so they dry out the atmosphere, they dry out the soil, they dry out the trees. Which I'm going to get into later as to how these wildfires happen. You know, mm -hmm. the wildfires are directly connected to geoengineering, as you know, the fact that they does it regardless of the source of ignition, the wildfires are the 100% linked to that. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. agree with that. I mean, not that only are they causing rain, even in some forms, it could be acid rain, depending on what's in these chemicals, but uh, they're causing droughts. They can cause droughts also. And yes. from my understanding is like the chemtrails you see above you, those aren't the ones that are falling on you. They're drifting and blowing miles away. So whatever the ones are falling on you, you don't even see coming because they were they were released however many miles away up downwind or upwind from you. So it's really interesting. Like it's very, my whole point is they're very strategic about where they're doing this. Now, I mean, obviously it's globally, it's worldwide now, but um, yeah, I definitely agree with you as far as uh, the wildfire stuff. It makes perfect sense. So I'm going to get into some of the programs that people can look up and it will help them understand. All right. One of them, the most obvious one is called solar radiation management. Now I did a video on this not too long ago. Um, and what solar radiation management is, is to spring nano aluminum nanoparticulates in the atmosphere. What it does is it creates an artificial cloud. This artificial cloud is highly reflective. So when uh, thermal energy from space comes in, it reflects it back to space. What this does, it creates short-term cooling, but at the cost of long-term heating because the, the air is trapped under the canopy of aerosols. So you're creating more heat and you end up creating, you know, more problems in the long-term. Not to mention, this is coming down the air column. You know, we're all breathing it in. And you can see like, art, you know, COPD, you know, all these art things are on the rise. 
Another one is uh, chemical ice nucleation for weather modification. What that one is, that one is the one that makes it snow and makes it rain. That one, they take uh, aluminum nanoparticulates or just really any of them. They uh, coagulate them, make them, you know, make them thick and they fall. You can tell when a, you can tell when chemical ice nucleation happened, when your snow has fallen. Uh, if you look to see if there's runoff, 90% of the time when you look at that, it's not going to have runoff. It's going to dissipate like dry ice. There's going to be these little small white balls all over the ground. You've seen, you've probably seen this before, if you recall. Oh, yeah. We're going to have snow this week that's chemically ice nucleated. Um, going forward with that, uh, pay attention to when they use when it snows. Snowfall doesn't happen, it's supposed to not happen until unless it's 32 degrees. We are having snow falling at 37, 40, 52 degrees. You know, that's chemical ice nucleation at its finest. Uh, some years ago, they looked into the, they did a weather test or they did, air, they did some air samples, another agency did, and they found E. coli at 33,000 feet. E. coli is a primary patent in uh, chemical ice nucleation. You can actually look the video up. And there's a guy stirring uh, like a little jar, glass jar, and instant flash freeze. I mean, it just goes to ice within a second. Yeah. I mean, some of that snow you're talking about, I've watched videos before where um, people have actually taken it, a sample of it and tested it. And there's like, yeah, there's plastics. I mean, it's, it's literally like not even melting. It's it's not actual water. You know, it's other it's other materials. So yeah, I forgot. I'm sure that video is probably hard to find now, but I do remember seeing that. Oh, yeah. There's also surfactants in the snow, which what makes it really slick. Uh, Geoengineering Watch Team discovered that early last year or the year before, where they uh, did a lab sample, found surfactants in the snow, which is soap-like material. Makes makes This is why accidents in the snow time are just slip, you know, slip and slides all over the place. Oh, really, I mean, really quick. So when we were down in Washington at East SETI, James kept saying he's like, oh, oh yeah, there was the, soap. It was raining. It was the wildfires were uh, nearby, so we, mm -hmm. the whole area was smoky. But then it started raining, and the streets looked like somebody soap dumped suds. soap suds. Look, it was like soap suds, yeah, all over the road. And all the trees in that area are all dying off. They're all dying off, mm -hmm. and, and James thinks it's directly related to the chemtrails because of when it rains, the amount of soap that it looks like somebody just dumps like boxes of laundry detergent on the street. That's what it looks like. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Uh, it, that's a big side effect and you'll see it. Um, you know, this, this flash freezing, do you guys remember back in 2014 where a hundred thousand cattle died? Just, uh -huh. it was in the winter time. Snowstorm hit and a hundred thousand cattle died. The cattle died because of the flash burns from the chemical ice nucleation. Last year, 200, sea, 200 turtles out in the sea were just found flash frozen. Now, the seawater freezes at 28.4 degrees. How was it that these turtles froze when the temperatures were well above that? You know, yeah. we're finding that the global temperature is severely underreported. Whatever they're saying is not true. We're actually way worse off than we've been years ago. I mean, every year it gets progressively worse. And these, these programs are insane. Another one that they're doing is called... Uh, Iron ocean fertilization, where they take iron oxides, they spray them in the ocean. Iron oxides proliferate phytoplankton life. Phytoplankton takes the CO2 from the atmosphere, buries it in the ocean. What does that do? Again, it reduces CO2 from the atmosphere, but it creates such an acidifying effect. You make the oceans heat up. You create hypoxic and anoxic zones, low oxygen, no oxygen zones, where sea life is dying. That's why you have the red tides and the brown tides. It, and that's a direct effect of that. 
Exactly. Yeah, I was just gonna, I was going to get into red tides. Um, I was listening to some. Uh, actually, it's a great podcast on chemtrails, medical medium. I don't know if you know who that is, but he does a great episode on this, and he talks about uh, one of the techniques that they use is they let these chemicals sit in these canisters in these tanks that eventually go in these planes, which are early model planes, by the way, that don't that don't belong to any commercial airport or actually it's like their own chemtrails. The chemtrail industry is like its own private club. It exists outside of the government, essentially. Uh, the air traffic control controllers, the towers are told to ignore them, whatever. But one of the things they do is uh, they let this stuff age and grow mold and toxic algae and stuff inside these tanks because they know that these, these allergens and this, uh, these, this algae and stuff, it can't survive in our atmosphere. So it has to stay in there long enough to adapt. It has to adapt and actually like find a way to survive and thrive in that environment. And then they, they don't just dump all this stuff in the oceans at once because it won't, it'll have the same effect. They won't actually, uh, it won't actually survive that way. They have to slowly do it to the planet, slowly release it and spray it. So the planet can adapt as well to this stuff. It's like very well thought out. It's it's crazy, but that is what he says. He goes, the red tides aren't what they're telling you. It's directly from the chemtrails. Correct. Um, these geoengineering programs uh, are just are awfully, awfully stupid. You know, there is there's nothing more dumb we've ever done in society. Short of nuclear holocaust, this is the next big thing, and really. If we don't address this issue, every other issue on this planet means nothing. You know, we have the uh, also the, the the particulate trails are also responsible for the ozone collapse. When they do these programs, like solar radiation management, they prevent the O2 molecules from the ocean from being from forming up and becoming O3 molecules, which is ozone. So you're blocking it. And it's it's astounding to me that mainstream science is saying that the ozone is healing when Geoengineering Watch did had a, hired a, a NASA contractor to measure it. And the guy found that majority of the ozone has been destroyed and it continues to be destroyed. And what's sad is, again, mainstream media continues to lie. So they say that UVC radiation stops at 100,000 feet in the atmosphere, right? However, the media the measuring done by Geoengineering Watch has shown that it's clearly hitting the surface of the earth. And then the only, this, you know, right after UVC is X-ray. X-ray is an extinction level event. If it gets to that point, everybody dies. You know, you, you can't survive that. So it's it's shocking to me that these programs are being implemented at this range, you know, and they refuse to do the studies on them. You can watch Dan Wigington confronts David Keith and David Keith, who's a leading NGO engineer, openly states by 2020, they want to dump 20 million tons of aluminum in the atmosphere. And openly on the record says it. Now, it's um, and, it, and another thing he admits to is they refuse to publish a study that says what the side effects of dumping 20 million tons of aluminum is. That's yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not just in the atmosphere, it's, it's in our food and our deodorants, everything. And we know vaccines, vaccines, and we know it's a leading cause of Alzheimer's and all those other diseases and ailments you mentioned earlier. And, and then we can't figure out, you know, they, 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 they to try and put the blame on us. We need to take care of ourselves. We need to do that, which we do actually now we have to really do that, but it's not because of anything we're doing wrong. It's because we're being poisoned. Yes. I mean, we're being poisoned. Even, even organic food is not organic. 
it, it's all been it's all been corrupted by these chemical you know by, by these um particular trails these programs of chemical isonucleation i mean all of these every every part of life has had exposure to this i mean if you look at the colony collapse with bees you know they're they're finding bees with dementia and alzheimer's bees <laughs> where's that coming from How are bees getting this you know clearly if you if humans are getting or there's a rise in this it's definitely affecting the bees i mean they found whales in the remote regions of the earth you know with high levels of aluminum present in their system i mean it's it's crazy yeah i mean there's micro yeah. it's all i mean they're microorganisms they're just like infiltrating the planet if you will it's and, and, and yeah yeah you know you got morgellons disease which i you know i'm looking into now as to and i'm coming to find out that that's also something that has direct impact from climate engineering mm -hmm. uh you know it is it's it's quite interesting to see how this is all playing out and you know people believe that they're psychopaths and they're gonna they're just gonna kill everybody with them i don't think that's the case. I think they're going to do just enough because they know what they're doing. Uh, the decoder farm that recently was destroyed, like 10 million acres destroyed. That's a huge part of the food supply. The constant flooding, every, you know, they can stop these tornadoes. They can steer these hurricanes. The technology is there. There's Project Cirrus, Project Popeye. You know, if you, if you if people pay attention to this, they have the ability to stop a hurricane, to steer a hurricane. Mm -hmm. You know, they use what's called a harp, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know about it. Right? Oh, yeah, we know about that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, that's an atmospheric heater. There's many of them. Uh, there's over 100 of them across the world. And what they do is, like uh, in California, you have what's called a ridiculously resilient ridge. What that is, is they superheat the atmosphere and they create a bulge. This bulge, what it does is it blows away the rain clouds coming in, which is why California is experiencing this drought. But also, they can manipulate the jet stream. They can affect where the where the uh, precipitation, where the cold front's going. You know that's why you know the East Coast. You know if you look at like a if you look at a NOAA temperature map, it's kind of crazy that there's a freeze fry effect. Like the West Coast will be on fire, but the East Coast will be on a cool down, which makes no sense. You yeah, know? and then and then somehow a week later it'll flip. It'll go. It'll the West Coast will be on a cool down, and East Coast will be, you know, on the opposite. I'm like, wait was going on here you know this is but people can't accept the reality this is happening yeah so i mean i guess how does that actually i mean obviously there's metal in these there's aluminum there's metal in these uh chemtrails and there's electricity in the air so i'm, I'm sure somehow or another they're manipulating that with the heat it's like charging it's creating some type of a charge and that they're able to steer steer these hurricanes and manipulate the weather right. The basic formula, I guess, for, for what they're doing. Yeah, so a lot of that, a lot of that is seeding the sky with heavy metals. Because if you can watch videos of them taking microwave emitters and putting nanoparticulates in the water, and they can, they're able to make water zigzag, they're able to make water levitate. I mean, it's the things they're able to do with nanoparticulates and a microwave is, and that's on a small scale. And you know, the things you can do is astronomical. Looks magical. Well, you can do that with with weather. You know, you can do the same thing. Just spray the clouds so much so that you can affect the trajectory of where they're going to go and where they're going to move. You can tell when they've been activated. If you look up in the atmosphere, you'll see these thin little ripples in the clouds that are, I mean, just really thin. It looks like a, uh, what do you call it? It looks like when you drop a rock in a, in a pond and, you know, like this little, little fast little ripple, it looks just like that, mm -hmm. you know, and... That's how you know when they're activating the ionospheric heaters. And, um, 
I mean, the geoengineering watch also did video footage of them when they're turning them on and off as hurricanes are coming in, giving you evidence of them steering the hurricanes in the direction that they want them to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. And uh, I'm so glad we're covering this because that's one thing that some people just can't wrap their heads around that this is actually possible. How, there's no way that you can manipulate a hurricane like that. You know, there's just no way. But once you find once you do some research and understand what's going on it, it makes perfect sense like you said the 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 microwave analogy how they can control water with nanoparticulates on a small mm-hmm. scale there's no reason they can't do it on a large scale mm-hmm. there's no reason and, and exactly exactly and these, and these programs are ridiculously cheap all right they you know they, they it started off as 15 billion and the only issue they have is they don't have enough airplanes to deploy all these programs at mass. So what they do is they try to lease out airplanes. The military tries to lease out airplanes from these big manufacturers, from these big airplane industries, you know, whether it's American, Southwest, you know, they have video footage of these commercial airliners flying around with, you know, with the label of Southwest or, you know, you know, American Airlines spraying these nanoparticulates. And so as they continue to do these programs, they realize that they don't have enough airplanes they're really easy to retrofit. There's pictures that we have that shows that there's retrofitted nozzles on a plane and massive canisters in them. Mm-hmm. We've also discovered that linking directly to uh, the wildfires, the reason the wildfires are happening is because they're creating a cool down effect. They're simulating a volcano, just like the, you know, just like solar radiation management. This is a much large scale effect. It's stupid but they're doing it. You know, they'll, they'll set these wildfires on fire. They'll seed them as they're happening. And then they'll shift them raw, you know, off to the North Pole or to the South Pole to create a temporary cooling effect in the Arctic. Cause the Arctic's melting. We're going to have a blue ocean event either by the next year or the year after, which means no ice, no ice in the Arctic. So the Arctic is our thermostat. It sets the, it's the, uh, it sets the global temperature. And if we lose that, I mean, we're, we're in for it. You know, we're going to have a greenhouse effect unlike any before. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, the ice is melting. I mean, Antarctica, we're seeing that they're making all kinds of discoveries there now just because of the ice melting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is interesting as far as as far as that affecting it. Now, so how did you when did you actually get into all this? Like, I, I kind of want to go back into your story. We never actually got to uh, introduce you properly and tell your, your story. So you uh, would you mind just diving into that a little bit? Sure. So I'm, uh, I'm a refugee uh, from the former Yugoslavia, specifically Bosnia. And my country was absolutely destroyed from uh, dirty political deals and absolute banditry across the board. What they ended up doing is they sacrificed hundreds of thousands of people for small plots of land and especially to destroy Yugoslavia, to balkanize it. So I moved here. Uh, first we went to Germany, then we came here. And then I remember uh, when 9-11 happened, I knew something was wrong. You know, I was like, hmm, this doesn't seem right. You know, how does an airplane, how does how do the towers come down like this? And people couldn't acknowledge Tower 7. So I started asking questions, but I wasn't really fully into it just yet. And then um, right around, you know, five, six years ago, as I continued slowly asking more questions, I met some uh, really interesting people in my life. Uh, they were insiders or people that knew a lot of things and they fed me a bunch of information that I did not, I couldn't grasp because I was, I was, I, you know, I didn't understand it. But then I started taking a look into it and everything they said was truth. 
And I remember a friend of mine who was in the Air Force lied to me about the, maybe he didn't lie to me, maybe he just didn't know. I noticed that every time the airplanes flew over my head, the weather would change every time. You know, it would go straight in the rain or, you know, something would happen, some kind of weather phenomenon would happen. And I asked somebody, oh, that's just chaff. You know, they use it for missile defense, you know, for ICBM blocking, you know, and I'm like, who? Nobody's shooting missiles at us. Yeah. <laughs> so, Why are they doing that? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, or somebody declaring war that I don't know about? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I started looking into it and uh, I stumbled across geoengineering watch and Dane Wigington. I don't, I can't remember how. I just stumbled across him. And I started looking into things that they had, the reports, you know, and I just couldn't help it. I was like, oh my goodness. I, I started put, I started piecing everything together and I was like, well, there it is. This is what this is. I mean, all the evidence is there. And so I made it a point to expose this issue because you can see everything getting worse. You know, the trees are burning off. The birds are dying. I mean, we're facing 80 to 90% insect collapse. You know, when I, well, where I used to live, I couldn't, there, when I first came into this country, you know, around the summertime, oh man, there were so many fireflies everywhere. Now you can barely see a firefly mm-hmm. unless you're coming out into the country or somewhere in a rural area. There used to be, you know, you go down the road, you hit every insect you possibly could with your car. You have to wash it by the time you get back. That's not happening very much anymore. You know, and you come to find out there's an 80 to 90% insect collapse. Fisheries are collapsing. Wildlife is collapsing and birds are collapsing. And you're just like, what is happening to this planet? You know, it can't just all be greenhouse gases. There has to be a bigger element at play. And, and there it is. It was geoengineering. You know, it's, you know, it, the planet can respond on its own. Mm-hmm. But when you're preventing it from doing that, you're and you're not only that, but you're also causing more harm. You know, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to see this much life being destroyed, and, well, know, and people refuse to look. And what's also heartbreaking too is like, so each new generation of children, each new generation that comes along, doesn't have a reference point for what the sky used to look like. They don't know how clear and blue it once was. That's just normal to them. So they're, they they don't even know that anything's off or wrong to begin with. So they're not even going to yeah. question it because they don't know any different. And that's where, I mean, that's obviously part of their end game as well. And if you go all the way back to the Hopi prophecy, the Hopi end time prophecy that Native Americans, they said, I, I wrote it down so I wouldn't Spider, get it wrong. Yeah, it said, and the, and quote, and the earth will be swallowed by giant, by a giant spider web. Uh, before just before the end times so what does that mean i mean if you look at this guy at the chemtrails if you look at some of those pictures it, it could be depicted as a spider web just interesting it's just something interesting it's almost like uh it's just almost like this is how it's meant to happen regardless you know this is just a symptom of the i don't know ascension you want to call it the awakening of the planet what we're going through so I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, everything is connected starting, you know, everything's connected starting with geoengineering and these things like the Great Reset, this, uh, you know, this, uh, this pushing of vaccines, all these lockdowns are all connected. You know, it's these are not a separate issue from one another. The Great Reset is happening because they want to control the resource flow of the populations. They believe that the, uh, the, the earth and again, it's, it's true. The science is there that the earth resources are being depleted at an accelerated rate, that they, it can't sustain a population of 8 billion people. Yes, you can put everybody in Texas, but can everybody be fed off of what's, what the remaining resources of the planet are? 
No. And I, and my argument to that is because they purposely allowed these dinosaur age technologies to continue. They have technologies that are hundreds of years ahead of us in the, you know, in the background. I know they do. I mean, look at, you know, look at Nikola Tesla with zero point energy. Where did that go? Yeah. You know, he, he found a way to generate free energy. Yeah. And, you know, with, with no pollution, nothing. And so why did that disappear? Instead, here we are using, you know, all these energies that continue to pollute. You know, like they want to go to wind energy, wind turbines. It costs more energy to use a wind turbine. Thank you. Yes. You know, to build the, those things, to, even the money that it costs to build those things is insane. I forgot the number. I heard it one time. It's like, how is that saving anybody any money? No. And, you know, nuclear energy, 84% of nuclear facilities are damaged or leaking. You know, we're continuing to build more like, like Fukushima is not happening. That's an extinction level event of its own. You know, it's, it is shocking to me how much of an insane asylum this planet has become. And what bothers me even more is that the evidence of all this destruction is at the doorstep, but people are going along with it. And that brings me back to when I said, you know, in my country, in my country, when the war was happening, there's a video you can watch uh, called Serbanica. You know, it's a, in July 11th, a town was massacred of 7,000 people. And, you, and there's live footage captured of how everything, the, the events were folded over. They were told to march down the road, knowing that they were going to be killed. Nobody's protesting. Everybody's just marching down the road, knowing that they would be killed. And that's and that's what fear does. When you're inoculated with fear so much, you want to be you want to be told how to be protected, as opposed to thinking for yourself that hey, maybe just maybe everything's okay. I just need to go my own way. You know, maybe I need to challenge this and stop this. But people don't have the confidence to do that. You know, it's. One of the most annoying things I ever hear when you talk about these topics, whether it's geoengineering, vaccines, or anything, it's, oh, this is above my pay grade. I'm like, who, who then who are, you, who are you allowed to think for you? Yeah. Well, and then that's just yeah. go, goes back to when we're a child. We're, we're taught to never question authority. You know, do like, I remember you know, a lot more questioning of authority. I remember my, my grandfather used to say, um, even though he goes, even though if you don't agree what, with what your boss tells you, it doesn't matter because your boss is the boss. And I was like, so you have, like, it's what? like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean he goes, even if you don't agree with it, it doesn't matter. Your boss is your boss. Your boss is the boss. And it's like, okay, well, that's like not, not growing up thinking back on that. That's like a terrible thing to teach because that just teaches you compliance. Like, you know, because then they're teaching you like, you know, don't think for yourself, don't think for yourself. Yeah. And they're going to get you to do something that you don't want to do at do all. Whatever that's, that's, the authorities tell you. It's not even yeah. morally right, you know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you look at look, look at look, look, look at where we're at now. These lockdowns have proven that they're going to kill 300 million people from starvation and malnutrition. All right. However, they keep pushing it. These masks proven that they don't work. And the literature, then there, I know there's literature that says they do work, but the CDC has openly admitted it's, uh, there's a paper that came out uh, in the middle half of this year that said cloth masks, and surgical masks do not work. There is no evidence of it. Um, I mean, th there's a California physician that came out and said bacterial pneumonia is on the rise. I just did a video on these things. And what's shocking to me is, you know, they tell you wear this mask, it'll protect you and you'll protect others. However, what's going to happen is pay attention how they do this is they're going they're blaming right now the coronavirus, the rise of the numbers on the unmasked people 
what is this going to do? Well, this is going to transition into the vaccine. The vaccine is going to start off being voluntary. Then they're going to say, it, when a vaccine starts killing people, they're going to say it's it's because of the unma or it's kind of the unvaccinated people. The number of death rates mm -hmm. are going up. So what's going to happen? Ticketmaster just came out and said you're going to have to be vaccinated to go into their concerts. Some of the airlines are coming out and saying you're going to have to be vaccinated to go to your concerts or to, to go to the you know fly in an airplane. More and more agencies are coming out and saying this is how it's going to have to be. So, and and that's that's unfortunately the reality. You know, people can't seem to think that the 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 cure is causing them harm. When in reality, the, the solution should have been from the very beginning is lock down only those who are most susceptible. Yeah. You know, how does a care about the $5 trillion go to the biggest corporation, but the public gets only one $1,200 check and nobody says anything about it? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. The stimulus check. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're right. You're making a lot of great points. And it's true. What they, I mean, it's very clear the agenda they're trying to push. I mean, there's no question. Well, there were already, there's already been countries that like Sweden that didn't do all the lockdowns mm. and they're already, yeah. they're already over it. So that we've already gotten, mm -hmm. we've already been shown proof that you, the better thing to do is to not do what we've been doing, and uh, we would have been fine. But no, what do, what do we do? We lock everything down, quarantine everyone, yeah, destroy the economy, uh, destroy everyone's businesses and and uh, income, and then the suicide rates go through the roof, and other stuff goes through the roof, and then. Oh, we got to do another lockdown because you guys aren't wearing masks. Yeah, like the masks actually work. And when there's no, there's nothing backing that up that masks do anything other than harm you because they're actually, they're uh, lowering your oxygen levels and you're wearing a, you're wearing a cloth with building up bacteria all day on your face. So I don't see how that's doing anything but actually harming people. But somehow that's supposed to protect oh. you from a virus. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, another thing that's a, that's a big problem, and they haven't really covered this. They kind of silently skated this one by. Um, parents are so scared of this coronavirus that they're going to let their children get experimented on with this vaccine. Mm -hmm. And the restrictions are so loose. Like, you know what I mean? These kids are going to be hurt. I mean, this, this virus really, from the literature that I read, you just need vitamin uh, C, D, and zinc. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, that's 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 really all you need. Yep. And, you know, just keep a fit lifestyle. Don't be, a, you know, don't don't sit in one spot. It's kind of funny how gyms were shut down, but bars were open. Yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. funny how you Makes know, sense. a mom and pop store with five to 10 people has to close. But Amazon with a thousand people in a factory can stay open. And Walmart. And how and, does. Yeah. Well, this yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. Makes total sense. Well, this goes back to. Well, for one, they're, you know, they're implementing all these lockdowns, not lockdowns, but all this stuff again, like the second round is already here where we live, you know, that like, no more than 10 people in your home for Thanksgiving, like I went to the gym the other day, and they're like, they're making you wear a mask while you work out now. I'm like, No, I'm not gonna fail that IQ test. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah, like, I'm not doing it. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, but it is getting that way. It's getting, it's getting extreme for no reason. They're, they're putting up new testing sites now. It's just like, you know, what the hell, you know, mm -hmm. um, man, where was I going with that? I, they probably shut down all the restaurants again, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bars re and restaurants. Restaurants were shut down. Yeah. I mean, if these masks did work, they should have, I said this the last I mean, 
I was just going to say, if the mask work, or if this, if this was like something to really be concerned about, you mm-hmm. think they would have like some type of hazmat disposal containers for the contaminated masks to like discard them properly. Yeah. It's, it's because technically that should be the most dangerous thing out there is a used mask. If, if they actually yeah. are blocking this virus. So why is there none of that? Oh yeah. I mean, it, it's amazing. It, it, it's amazing that the simple things that you think you would do in a, in a biological attack, which this is, I mean, this is, this is a lab made virus proven time and time again. Yeah. Oh yeah. This, this came from a wet market is, is I'm not sure how their head is so far into the sand. They probably could see the core to be honest with you. Um, just, just the way this operates. I mean, how much liter? It's very clear in the literature that this is not helping at all. Uh, this is just causing a rapid demise. Like even the tests, for example, the creator of the PCR tests himself said, "Hey, mm-hmm. these tests aren't accurate. They can give you a good gauge, but they're not accurate. They just came out and showed that the rapid tests are very inaccurate." So when we're seeing these inflated positive numbers, I guess in people's minds, the positive numbers mean death rate, you know, and not to mention that the death rate has been inflated too. You know, the, the CDC came out and admitted that, I believe it was a CDC, that out of only 94% of the people who died were had already a pre-existing condition that was going to kill them anyways. Yeah. So really 6% of the total number of people died from the virus. So what is that, uh, 15, 16,000 now, which again... It's bad, you know, that, that this lab-made virus is killing people. But the the, the I mean, the, the magnitude is different from 300 million, you know, yeah. 300 and million going to die. Of those 6%, they're like over 90% were elderly too. So mm-hmm. they're because they're making it sound, the, the other yeah. thing, they're making it sound like no matter how healthy you are, how what your age is, you, you're just as likely to get this and die. And that's not true at all. Well, it's not true. And another thing that's interesting, too, if you look at the death totals for the last couple of years, this year is actually no different. It's actually less than a couple of years ago, the number of people that have died this year. And that was a normal year. Yeah. Like the overall death rate. The death, is, it's yeah. the same as it's, it's been every it is, year. It's literally it's exact the same. media is just gaslighting. It's, it's actually lower than some yeah. years. It was, it's, it's, it's The death rate this year was lower than 2018 overall. Well, it is it is an agenda because they already they're talking about COVID-21 now. We had COVID-19. Now they're talking about COVID-21. And then there's another COVID. It's not just one. It's And it's not a virus, actually. At this point, I mean, yeah, maybe that's what they're going to say, but there's a lot more to it than it's it's about compliance and mm-hmm. uh, some other agenda. It's about the the agendas. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, this this is something I, I tell people constantly when they when they try to justify to me that these lockdowns and these masks are good for people. I said, let me ask you this: ten million people last year died of cancer, including my mother. Did we shut down? Wi-Fi towers? Did we stop radio waves? Did we stop growing GMO foods? Did we start wearing lead lined shirts? You know, did we, uh, you know, did we start wearing sunglasses everywhere we went? Did we start applying mandatory lotion and sunblock on our skin? You know what I mean? Did we, did we do these things? We did, you know what I mean? And cancer is a bigger killer than this virus will ever be. Mm-hmm. And kind of funny how the cancer rates have somehow dropped, right? I mean, yeah, that just kind of, went away. you know, this, that's kind of going downhill. And, you know, that's a bigger issue to me than this virus. And we have a whole host of issues that we're not addressing. You know, you have geoengineering destroying the remaining food crops and water supplies, which is going to tighten the market on food. Pretty soon we're going to face a very big food shortage, right? 
50 million Americans right now are facing a food crisis. Uh, Was it, you didn't know, you just say that uh, New Mexico shut down their, uh, gro- I think before we started, you were saying New Mexico shut down their grocery stores for two weeks. That's insane. Yeah, New Mexico, the governor of New Mexico shut up now for two weeks. You know, you have the, you have the mayor of LA turning off water and power at his will. You know, if he deems that you have too many people gather at your home, you can just shut off your power and water. You have all these entities that somehow have found a way to uh, consume more power and just take away more and more of your resources. And this is on purpose. I mean, there's no there's no other way to identify this. You know, people want to believe that this is all just an accident, that this will all correct itself. It's not, you know. And what's funny is, you know, I'm glad there's people like you two around and Dane Wigington and all these other, you know, podcasters and, and informed individuals because the Revolutionary War only took 2% of Americans to make a difference. That's really all we need now is 2%. Uh, the world, you know, Britain is protesting. Germany's protesting. Uh, France is protesting. I mean, Germany's gone to the extreme now. I mean, they're over there, uh, you know, shooting fire hoses at people. They're over there, shut, you know, locking people up for protesting. I mean, it's it's getting crazy, and but but we're still asleep here. I mean, we're we, you know we're worried about Antifa, and I mean that is an issue. But come on, man, Antifa's not. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a non-issue. It's an issue, but it's not. It can be that can be resolved overnight. It, you know, yeah. it's not it's nothing that we all have to collectively come together to you know overturn or something. So I get what you're saying with that. Um, yeah. So basically, the moral of the story is we're all screwed. No, <laughs> no, we're not. There are things you can do. You know, it's really important to it's really important to remain positive right now. And and honestly, this year has been this year has had a lot of positives as far as the individuals, as far as like you know a lot of struggles that people have been put through. It's also forcing them to break to. Uh, break free from their comfort zone because what do they say life begins outside of your comfort zone so people are exploring new opportunities new ways of doing things uh, a lot of people are finding themselves you know it's it is as shitty as it is there's also a really good thing happening at the same time and we can't forget that well the other thing is like so much has you know they've done so much especially this year that it's waking people up People that were asleep, it's waking a lot of people up too. They're like, wait a second, none of this makes any sense. This is crazy. And then they actually start looking into it rather than just believing what the mainstream media tells them, which is what most people used to do or still do, unfortunately. But, and then they're seeing, and then they're finding, oh, this is, this is the agenda they're trying to do. This is why they're doing this. Um, This is what's really going on here. So it's actually been waking a lot of people up. And then you have like the, like, the election that just happened with the massive voter fraud it was so obvious that woke a lot of people up so there's so many things they've been doing lately that are so extreme um that it's actually kind of backfiring on them in a way and the stress and effect it's yeah, yeah it's like the stress and effect like it's actually causing a lot of people to wake up and start doing their own research and find out what what's what's really going on here they're just shooting themselves in the foot every step of the way at this point um but now it's up to us to and you get an, yeah something. and once yeah. enough of us wake up and stop complying and and start speaking out about this stuff and uh you know they're and gonna have the a whole, lot harder time and that's yeah that's what and, and you know and that is what I hope is is the fact that 
in this, you know, the only time people can really break away from the matrix is, is through absolute chaos and trauma, right? The only way. And to this happening is like you guys said, people are starting to wake up and ask questions. For the first time, people are starting to ask, you know, question the experts. Just because somebody's standing in front of you and they say they're a doctor, they've done something for 45 years, does that mean they have the best interest for you? It doesn't. You know what I mean? The evidence is there. And when you look at programs like geoengineering and they say the government would never do this to us, you know, this is this is just this is just how it goes. I'm like, look at the history. There's been over a hundred plus uh biological tests done on our own soil. Okay. I'm gonna that's what I'm working on this week is a video to show that. One of them was here in our area called Pruitigo. Then in the in the 1960s, the military sprayed chemicals in on rooftops and in Forest Park. And then the populations, especially in the Pruitt-Igo neighborhood, what ended up happening is 70% of the people had chronic health conditions. And the, the papers were later on declassified. You had the Tuskegee syphilis experiments. You know, you had the one in San Francisco where they, were, where they had a, a military ship off the coast of San Francisco spraying the cloud that would come over into the, you know, off the bridge just to see what would happen. I mean, this is not a an issue that hey, this isn't going on. It's going on. It's just a matter of how, how how strong are you to accept that reality? You know, it's a gift to have this knowledge to know that something is wrong. People look at it as a curse because they get ostracized and black sheeped. But I, I, I raise the point of accept the fact that you are blessed enough to know, to have that knowledge and to confront it, as opposed to being the individual that has to bury your head in the sand and only chase McDonald's, Walmart, and whatever the next Netflix episode is. You know what I mean? There's more yeah. to life than those three things. Yeah. And the greatest thing one can do is serve their community. You know? Amen. Amen. Amen to that. That's a yeah. amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's a great point. And it is it is tough being the black sheep and coming out here and doing this stuff, but it is very rewarding. And it's and it's um and it, it is. We get we get positive feedback all the time, we get negative feedback all the time. It is what it is. It's not our job to go around and wake people up, but it is our job, but we've made it our job to just present the information, let people decide for themselves. And people yeah, don't don't just believe things that we say, do your right. own research and decide for yourself. That's how it should be with everything. Yeah. And definitely, like you said, people are now starting to question the experts and they studies are studies have been done that show that people are more likely to listen to somebody in a white on a white lab coat mm -hmm. because something psychologically it gives them that that uh, illusion of authority right mm -hmm. so now people just listen it's really it's really interesting you could have a guy standing in front of you and basically uh, you know just put, imagine if they he was depicted as a homeless person and he was up there speaking to you and then the same guy left and it came and shaved came back and said white, the same thing in a white coat and and cleaned himself up and said the same thing Ima imagine how that audience is going to receive that information that's oh, yeah. yeah yeah i mean we we have we're poisoned with normalcy bias with confirmation bias with cognitive dissonance i mean they've 100 years of freudian psychology over the media you know and when you see these programs like you know one of the things that we discovered uh, especially geoengineering watch discovery. So they had a lawsuit or they currently have a lawsuit against uh, the go our government in Canada. And one of the pieces of information that came out of that and they posted on their website is that they, everybody from the weather channel, all the way to local channels come reading from a script. They have that on court documents that they're doing that. So when you saw that Sinclair video of like 50 newscasters reading the same thing, word for word, word for word, word, word the same 
it's yeah. come it's all written and done for by these agencies like Raytheon you know and, mm -hmm. I mean it's all scripted yeah that's a and journalism isn't what it is today hang on a second you're, you're, you're breaking up a bit hold on you're breaking up on us for a second uh they don't like what you're talking about no probably not no yeah <laughs> so yeah I, I, you were talking about raytheon journalism isn't what it is today i picked up on some of it all right mm -hmm. what were you saying you can continue sorry so the journalism isn't what it is today. It was originally supposed to be the fourth branch of the government, you know, just just the unofficial fourth branch that's watching what the government's doing and reporting it to the people. However, it's turned around and now it's the propaganda piece of the government. You know, they, you know, Operation Mockingbird never died. It's still it's still yeah. alive and well today. Very yeah. much so. And you, can, yes, yes. It, I mean, loudly and proudly. I mean, look look at what they're reporting. To them, what Kim Kardashian is up to is more important than, hey, uh, you're breathing in heavy metals from the atmosphere. Yep, you know? exactly. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're destroying, the, we're destroying the entire planet. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, depleting all the resources. But we're not going to tell you any of that. Yeah. Yeah. And chemtrails no. are con chemtrails are just contrails. You're a conspiracy theorist. So hey, actually, that, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> oh, another thing. Go ahead. Were you going to say something? So another thing about that. Yeah, yeah. So about the contrail thing. Mm -hmm. The contrail thing is, is completely bogus. So every commercial airliner, military jet, tanker runs on a high bypass turbofan jet engine where 90% of the air is non-combustible. That air cannot form water vapor unless, you know, the, you know, until it like has the possible, you know, until the actual relative humidity is available, which there isn't, you know, which I said earlier, but that condensation lie, you know, it still continues. Like condensation doesn't linger in the atmosphere like that. If it did on a cold winter day, when you leave from your home to your car, you should just see a lingering trail. Just, just a big yeah. cloud sitting right yeah. behind you, you know, tra yeah. you know I mean, it, it lets it happen, but it doesn't. Well, if you do look at a plane, I mean, you can see it sometimes like coming off the wingtips and stuff, but it goes away immediately. It does not stay. And that's no. how you know. Yeah. That's how you know. I, I was I was fortunate enough one time to be flying and just happened to be looking out the window. And I watched one plane flying. There was nothing, absolutely nothing behind it. And then coming directly yeah. over, crossing its path, it was a plane that looked like the pilot just flipped a switch and just started releasing all the chemtrails. I mean, right right as we all three planes all three planes had to been crossing at the same time us and then two other planes but the only the one was releasing something so that tells you right there if it was if that was the case i would have seen all three planes leaving the same trail but they weren't mm -hmm. and then like you said they've tested no. the atmosphere with all these heavy metals and different things and on top of mountains, but should be pristine. They're finding like so much aluminum and yeah. barium and Mount Shasta. Mount Shasta, yeah. they found like a shitload of aluminum that they're like, there's no reason this should be here unless they're unless it's being sprayed, which it is. So I actually want to reference this book um, just because it's it's really interesting. So the book is a Carrie Cassidy book, Rebel Gene, Secret Space, and the Future of Humanity. But there's a segment in here where she talks about uh, chemtrails and she she lists 11 so she's interviewed 
hundreds of thousands. I mean, who knows how many, how many people she's interviewed, whistleblowers, all of, you know. So she, she bullet pointed 11 different examples of what she's been told chemtrails are, are used for. And I think it's relevant just mm -hmm. to read this instead of me trying to remember them all. <clears throat> yeah. So one, uh, they're, uh, they form an amplified electromagnetic shield that makes intruders easily detectable uh, as far as, um, I guess you want to call intruders extraterrestrials. Um, two, they dumb down the populace through chemicals that slow down the brain's ability to process information. Three, they sedate to provide a false sense of security. Four, attack the immune system. Five, put nanoparticles into the air to be breathed in and taint the food supply to transform humans into partial robotic super soldiers, easily manipulated by AI, resulting in a race of Manchurian candidates. Six, create a dome of cloud cover to hide air battles and firefights taking place above our heads. Seven, hide landings and takeoffs in strategic population areas near military bases and installations, including those underground and under the sea. Eight, change the weather to what they consider to be desirable in a certain area. This includes by cooking down the land to deal with global warming caused by our solar system, moving into an area of space where we are being bombarded by increased electromagnetic particles. These particles may be raising our vibrations, altering our DNA and readying us for ascension. Nine, produce a conducive environment for HARP and other technologies to link up with cell phone tire towers to create earthquakes. 10, increase, increase cloud cover to screen out some of the more harmful effects of radiation increased from sunspots. And then 11, prepare the atmosphere of Earth for a new race of humanity 3.0 or other transhuman cyborgs AI. So those are 11, 11 examples that have come from her whistleblowers. Uh, take, it, take it or leave it. Um, but it's just interesting to think about. It is, you know, and not, not a lot of people agree with all of those. But I mean, yeah. the ones that I'm, I know for a fact, because there's evidence of is the, uh, you know, the, the, the canopy of aerosols being used to, you know, shield us from solar radiation you know, and to manipulate the weather and change the weather's trajectory. And, you know, the, the ionospheric heater is being used to affect the jet stream, affect the hurricanes, you know, like tornadoes. They can blow all that stuff away. Um, and the deep underground military bases. Now, do you guys remember last year, 1,200 CEOs resigned. And uh, over the course of time, they a lot of them went to New Zealand to build these bunkers to hide and get away from because they yeah. knew something was coming. That should have been the very first thing but the population should have questioned. Why are the rich running to New Zealand and these other places hiding and building bunkers? So much so that New Zealand had to create a law saying quit building bunkers. <laughs> <laughs> really? Stop. Really? Well, what's interesting too is, um, what is it, 2019 when that earthquake happened in China Lake and uh, where was that? California? China Lake, California. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, uh, you know, some people came forward and said that that was one, like the central hub for the chemtrail uh, for the chemtrail facility, basically. And uh, that earthquake was directed at that area as like an alliance effort, I guess, to try and wipe that facility out. And if it, I mean, you really did notice, I did, I noticed a lot less chemtrails after that for a while, but they all came back. That wasn't their only facility. They had others. Mm -hmm. uh, and if that's even true, I don't actually know. I've never verified that, but it was just another uh another yeah. example of these underground bases yeah yeah like uh so the 
they use ionosphere heaters to generate those earthquakes. Like um, the one in Japan, you know, there was an MIT detected anomalous uh, heat signature in, over the atmosphere of the uh, fault line in Japan that caused the you know earthquake and the tsunami. So I mean, all these earthquakes, some of them natural, but I, you know, I mean, you can't really trust if anything's natural anymore. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. you know, I mean. Even the rain, you know, isn't the same like it used to be. You know, this rain dries out really fast. It's not, you know, and the reason like it rains before it snows is because they need to generate that moisture. They need that moisture so they can create that flash freeze effect of snow. You know, it's uh, it, it's really strange, you know, and you can see it. It's really obvious if you pay attention, but most people just, you know, they're completely asleep to the fact that, hey, uh, you're being poisoned every single day. You know what I mean? So we grew up as we grew up eating snow as kids. I mean, I yeah. I ate it all the time. Unfortunately, I, it's probably not it's probably not a good idea to be doing that anymore. Actually, even even being no. even walking around in the rain, especially if you have some type of autoimmune disease or or chronic disorder like chronic fatigue or whatever, you know, the stuff like that. Walking around in the rain, that's not going to help. All that stuff getting into your body, actually. That, that stuff is probably the cause of chronic fatigue and autoimmune diseases and whatever else, you know, yeah. um, it's just not safe anymore. You know, like you said, like, it's hard to know what's natural anymore. I mean, that's even, even looking at humans, like what it's doing to our bodies, like is not natural. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, they, they want more people, you know, to be submissive and obedient. You know, they want people, they want people to be more, uh, dumbed down so these programs can continue. Now, like I said, there's two schools of thought. It's either they've gone out of hand and we're all about to get murdered by these programs collectively, wildlife, us, insects, everybody. Or the other side, which is one side I'm leaning on, this has just been pre-planned for a long time and they're going to call everybody in to get the ideal number. You know, Like the Great Reset is, is all about destroying legacy systems. I'm not sure if you guys know what those are. Um, you know, uh, enlighten us. <laughs> so, so legacy systems, Whitney Webb from, she used to be last American Vagabond, but she moved on, actually pulled, did this work right here and I read through her stuff. So legacy system is ownership essentially. So like owning a car, owning cash, owning, you know, having a credit card, owning home, and they want to get rid of all that. And how they plan on doing it is, so no more private cars, it's just going to be rideshare programs. Uh, your all your medical data will go to a centralized government intelligence agency where they will just store it all in there, you know, so they can monitor what's going on. Um, no more private homes. It's all appointed room and board. You know, no more cash. They're going straight into the digital wallet. And this is internal memos in our government talking about how to do this under the guise of trying to keep up with China's AI program. I mean, I don't believe that AI is the reason, you know, that we're going for this. Maybe, you know, for one reason or another, but it's always been talked about one world government since the very beginning. And it's happening. This great reset will destroy every country's individual sovereignty. And what will this take us? You know, it'll take us under UN law, under whatever the UN justifies as, uh, you know, rules. Like like in the Georgia Guidestones, it says get rid of a useless bureaucrats or useless politicians. That means anybody from the sovereign nation of America, right? Or at Canada, just they want their own people in charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it is a scary... They're, they're psychopaths. They're, it's a I psycho... Mean, it boils yeah. down to... <laughs> they're, and, they're, and they're basically a big cult that they have this 
they basically think they're gods and then everyone else is just useless eaters, just worthless. And they, we need to mm -hmm. get, just get rid of us or most of us like 500 million, keep the rest as like slaves essentially to, to uh, work mm -hmm. for them. And then they have their whole new, one world order system. And, uh, but it's funny because they're destroying the planet and they know they're destroying the planet. So it's like, I guess they're just planning on living on a desolate planet. And, but, but that's probably why they have to build these, all these underground, uh, they're, they're building underground city or they have underground, like whole cities basically. And probably cause mm -hmm. they know once they destroy the surface of the planet, they have to go underground to live. Um, it's just so and, insane. Yeah. yeah. I mean the rabbit hole goes, yeah, yeah. goes pretty crazy. I mean, and that's the, and that's the, how geoengineering is because it's the greatest issue that we're all dealing with. You know, and there's these things like predictive programming you were bringing about earlier that said, you know, they, they show these kids these streaks in the sky that go from one side to another, you know, to, to get them, condition them to believe that this is just normal everyday life. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. There's a lot of predictive programming. Like one of them, you know, like the, the Simpsons has a ton of predictive programming. I don't know how they're so no. accurate about life all the time, but it, the same guys created Futurama. And in Futurama... There was an episode where Professor Farnsworth took these nanobots, put them into the ground, and they healed the planet or they healed whatever it is, you know. And again, I, I tend to believe that they're two, three hundred years ahead of us in technology. Mm -hmm. They have the means to repair the issue. They but, do. And, oh, yeah. But right now, you know, they don't want to because it's against them, against their uh, will to do so. And it's, it's, it's funny, you know, because nobody asks, how, why are we still flying the same jet engine for over 100 years? Yeah. Yeah. And why are we flying? You know, why do we still use the same sources of fuel for a hundred years? Why did they do all these national security stamps on all these guys who came out with new forms of energy? Like the guy who created a, a hydro, you know, hydrogen-based, or was it a water-based fuel system mm -hmm. in the sixties and seventies? Yep. You know, that could run for a long time. Gone. And you know, it well they and all the suppressed patents, you know, all the patents that just that's actually like all Tesla's stuff they confiscated yeah. and by the way kept under wraps. By the way, mm -hmm. this Omnia patch, just to plug it one more time, this is actually Tesla technology um, that they're using. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the original patches had a picture of Nikola Tesla on it, but they had to take it off for some reason. Um, but uh, we're getting ready to have Tim Sanders back on to go, go back into this stuff because it is so fascinating. Uh, fascinating. But they were inspired by Tesla's technology, and they're they're using exactly what Tesla was trying to accomplish exactly that type of technology is what this patch consists of. This is why it of. works. This yeah. is why it works. It actually works. It's like a, I don't, I don't really know. Scalar. Scalar, but not even there. They call it like a DECA. I don't, we're going to go in. It a DECA. But it, it yeah. works with the electricity that's already in the air and it does its, it does its own thing without, without, without having to, you know, you mm -hmm. put it on there and it lasts forever. It, it pays itself off for one, but it, that's how it all should be. We shouldn't be paying for this stuff. Um, the electricity is already there. We just have to learn how to use it and manipulate it to our advantage. Yeah, yeah which, which you can go into. I mean, we've had this technology for a long time. If you go back 13,000 years to, to Gobegli Tepe and all these ancient structures that they say hunter-gatherers made, you're like, eh, you know, <laughs> you know, like, wow, we don't know. Who made, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, so guys with sticks and stones were able to build these massively, beautifully carved you know, uh, perfectly square cut structures, you know, and yeah, it's amazing. It, you know, it's amazing. And yeah. <laughs> here we are, you know, we're still thinking like hunters and gatherers. I mean, we're using these ridiculous geoengineering programs and other programs to, to, to level the planet 
on, on the stated goal of it being a pharmaceutical solution. Another thing I forgot to talk about before I forget is Ken Caldera, the second leading geoengineer who's funded by Bill Gates now, his specialty was putting pathogens in the atmosphere, seeding pathogens into the atmosphere, delivering them to the populations. So another reason COVID could have gotten around the world as quickly as what did was they seeded it in the clouds and it fell through the clouds. That is a live statement by Ken Caldera. You can find it on a voice, you know, on, on a talk that he had. And he tells you, yep, my job was to put uh, pathogens into the, uh, you know, in the clouds and have them fall in populations. I, yeah, I believe it. I, I believe that. I mean, with what we've already discussed, nothing is outside of the realm of possibility and no. there and there's nothing that they won't there's do. nothing beneath them <laughs> yeah, also it, yeah exactly there's nothing that they won't won't do that will serve their agenda yeah if they can do it um but yeah, yeah like you like you were talking about the technology the, the the hydrogen car the water like fuel like cars run on water and steam and all this stuff uh the, this that's one of the biggest mistakes you can do is put out a patent put it out for patent because then as soon as they do that as soon as you do that you're on the radar mm. and then they'll approve it and then they'll take it from you buy it from you and then just suppress it and it never sees the light of day i, I mean how many thousands of patents right now just sitting on a shelf that could change the planet overnight mm -hmm. but you know and oh, yeah another thing they do is uh like popular science magazine uh they put out if you if you read that magazine there's always brand new technology being shown in that magazine brand new stuff futuristic stuff stuff you would never imagine you clearly it's like amazing it would change a planet but then after that magazine you never see it it never sees the light of day I and mean, that's because right. there's, there's companies out there that are jumping all over this stuff and then they buy it and then bury it and that's done and that's they done do for, on purpose yeah they do and and, and it's uh you know, and I can't say this enough. It just, it blows my mind that the human mind can't comprehend the fact that this is going on. You know what I mean? And it, it's strange to me, you know, doesn't it, does it, people can sense that their lives are getting worse over time, you know, over time, everything's just degrading. Yes. we're Yeah. We got an iPhone 12 now, but what does that mean? Does that mean our life is getting better or is it going the opposite yeah, way? Exactly. Very well it, said. It, yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we can go to iPhone 15 and next thing you know, we don't have any trees. I mean, what's, what are we doing yeah. here? You know, it, uh, exactly. it, it seems like every time an iPhone gets released, it gets worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's true. And that's not, yep. uh, I, I read an article that Apple spent millions of dollars to have their latest version of the iPhone slowed down. They, yeah. they spent millions of dollars to have it slowed down. I guess so people buy it and like, man, my old phone was actually better, but it's too late. I already got rid of it. Now I can't wait for the new phone to come out. And which leads in everything's like a psychological warfare uh, tactic too, is what I've learned is like down to like, yeah, that it's like, they know exactly how people are going to react to what they know exactly what's going to cause people to think certain things. And that's how everything in our society is manipulated in that way. It's like, we know what to say. We know what to do to get people to do this or to think this way. They know us better than we know ourselves. They, they really do, unfortunately. And if oh, you don't yeah. take your power back and start waking up to what's going on and start just strictly thinking for yourself and stop just mm -hmm. accepting what they're telling you and believing everything they're telling you, that's when you can start to uh, become a sovereign being instead of just a robot, which is what so many people are, unfortunately.
Yeah, I mean, you know, you, when you look at these zombie movies, it's, it's and it and they show you like The Walking Dead. You know, they'll they'll, they'll be surrounded by a sea of thousands of zombies, and there'll be like eight of them. I mean, that is an exact perfect analogy as to how this world is today. You know, for for every one of us, you know, for every uh, one of you, Aaron, there's you know two thousand people who are just yeah. eating and sleeping. You know, like eating and shopping, as George Carlin said. Same thing with you, Tyler. Yeah. Every, every, every 3,000 of them, you know, one for 3,000. And it's, and to, to, to really snap them out of that, this, that we needed this to happen in 2020, to be honest. And this is, this is probably the best time to be alive because now it's going to be make or break. Who are the real leaders in societies and who are the real, you know, cowards in society? I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see exactly where this is all going to go, whether it's for the good or for the worse, you know? Yeah, same here. And I'm glad you said yeah. that because it is true. You know, you're going to see a lot of people step forward. A lot of people you thought were leaders, you're going to find out we're actually in on this stuff. It's going to be confusing time for all of us. Um, but there is, it, it is what we make of it right now. And there are things we can do. Like we, we've been kind of doom and gloom this whole time, but mm -hmm. there is, you know, we need to like, like people are like, well, what can I do? The chemtrails like, are coming they're being rained down on me what can i do it's not like we're hopeless like we can uh you can detox yourself detox yourself from heavy metals and all these toxins and everything mm -hmm. uh, there are ways to do that zeolite there's natural remedies we can get into that uh, some other time or you just even just start looking it up yeah. um there's there's so many things turn off turn off the tv stop watching mainstream media you know what where where you're spending your money and your, and your attention mm -hmm. huge and that's what people need to start realizing like the less of a, the more of us that stop watching their programs and stop buying their products and stop, mm -hmm. uh, you know, buying into the whole system in general, um, and and start taking our power back as part of taking your power back, you know, um, Absolutely. you're going to make a difference and you're going to, you're going to, we're going to send them a clear signal like, hey, we're awake and we know what's what's going on and uh, we're we're a so we're sovereign people. And just, you know, make your voice heard and take a stand and, and yeah. like you're going to make a difference. Absolutely. You know, and another thing is join up with these groups that are already already established. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, like you guys, like my, myself or June Engineering Watch, really any of these groups that are already informed and know what's going on, that have the same like minded people because you need that. You need to be uh, reinforced that, hey, you're not the only one in this fight. You know what I mean? It can be hard. It can be, uh, you, you know, you can get battle fatigue. You know, sitting there constantly, you know, being bombed and berated by whatever jokes people throw at you. But then it was kind of funny. Two, three years ago, I was telling people that an incident like this would happen. You know, tight, tighter government control, centralized control. Last year, I predicted the fact that there would be an economic crash before the year. I told people, pull the money out, pull the money out because of the people that I know telling me these things. And uh, nobody would believe me. And then once all of this happened, it was you just see you saw the spell break. You know, whatever it was that, that had them believing that it's going to be fine. They're going to, they're just there for paycheck and pension. It broke, you know, and then they, they came to me and they wanted more information. And, you know, that's, and that was a nice thing. You know, that was nice to see that there is that potential there. You just have to plant the seed. You know, you don't, you don't have to water it all the time. It'll water itself, but you just have to plant it and yeah. it will it'll grow on its own. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, you know, yeah, that's it. There's so many things people. Yeah, there are things to do. It's not like a hopeless situation for us, but you have to be aware of just knowing being aware is the first step. Once you're aware of the programming and this stuff, 
um, it's it starts losing power over over you because now mm-hmm. you you're aware of it. So now um, you can do something about it. And there's so many ways to deal yes. with, deal with this, and everybody's going to have their own way. It's not going to be the same for all of us. It's not like one thing is going to be the cure all for this whole thing. It's it's down to the individual and what you decide to do and how you decide to live your life. Um, I was just listening to Nicole Frolic. She's a good friend of ours. This is going to be a uh, a lot of people might not even agree with this, but it's definitely something that I never thought about until yesterday. She put out a video talking about the same stuff, the chemtrails and the GMO and the poisoning. And uh, the the people who are out there meditating, uh, eating the high vibe diets and actually working on themselves and raising their vibrations, uh, her her one of her theories is, is that some of this stuff that's coming into our body almost once we're vibrating at a certain frequency and we're, we're at a healthy state, it almost becomes neutralized as it enters our body. And it's not, it doesn't affect you as much anymore because you're mm-hmm. taking care of yourself, because your body is like a, it's like a rebuilt machine. Once you do that, you know, if you like somebody said one time, you know, if you want to do make all these changes, uh, just make a list of 12 things and do change one thing a month. And then by in a year's time, you'll be a totally new person. And if you do that, mm-hmm. is if you make all of those diet and health issues that you want to address, you will be a new person. You will be a your whole you'll be a new rebuilt engine. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know how else to put it. And and, and it also um I really think what the diet, like diets and like the GMOs and everything else are affecting, um, you know, you can't think as clearly, you can't, it, it affects your thinking. So mm-hmm. it's part of the whole, you know, they're, they are in this like zombified kind of state. So many people that are, they're eating just GMOs and, and crap. And then along with the heavy metals from the chemtrails and vaccines and everything else. Um, and then you watch the news and you're just like, oh Yeah and you're just in this like zombified state where you're just taking in everything and believing it and not really thinking for yourself at all go to work come home do it all again you know and uh you become like this zombie but like it kind of like starts with your health and then like once you can start thinking more clearly um you'll start yeah it well, just kind of starts there you're exactly right because because of this information it, it's just going to go in one ear and out the other if it even ever makes its way to you because of where you are living and how you're living. Mm-hmm. So if you do, like if you are existing in that state, you just said none of that stuff is going to resonate with you. It's going to just sound like bullshit. It's going to go over your head or you might not even hear it. You might there mm-hmm. might be some type of program that just shuts that stuff off and you don't it's not even part of your reality. But as you do clear that brain fog, which is a real thing and start thinking more clearly and are able to start utilizing your brain for what it's actually meant for, you can, you'll start becoming aware of this stuff and it'll start to make sense to you. And you'll start to want to do something about it. You'll start to want to make changes and you're going to realize that there is no going back anymore. And it's a fight. It's why we're here. Like you said, this is the greatest time to be alive. And we're not just here to eat McDonald's, go to Walmart and watch the next episode on Netflix, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot more. Yeah. No question. I, I, you know, life is about serving each other and serving our community and being together. You know, you, you have the greatest amount of hope. You get you have the greatest amount of joy when you give and you feel like you're you're contributing. You know what I mean? This concept of an individualistic individual, you know, of an individualistic person who's chasing money, chasing cars, chasing success, 
really is a problem because it doesn't help you grow spiritually at all, right? I mean, yeah. it, it, it finishes you. It, it, it teaches you to be absolutely animalistic as opposed to what you're designed to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what, what, are we, what are we taught of? We're taught to always the image of a human being, that we're the obstacle, that we're the problem, that we're the issue. And granted, there's, there are a lot of humans who are just, you know, you can sit there and look at him and be like, uh, okay, he's wearing a mask while driving in his car by himself. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. those. Exactly. You, know, and you, you can see those people. I mean, it's, it, 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 I feel bad for them. I really do. You know, I, you can't live in fear like this. I mean, take the challenge, rise to it, accept it. I mean, it, it's going to come to your doorstep here very soon. I mean, Really soon, things are going to change. Twenty twenty one is not going to be an easygoing year. It's going to be a it's going to be you know a larger and longer battle. I mean, and those of us who are awake, we're going to fight. Those who aren't are going to die. I mean, that's really what it's going to come down to. They're going to pass away. This coronavirus vaccine is projected to kill fifty million here, and that's all going to go to the you know stats of the unvaccinated. You know, being blamed for those who are unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. It shouldn't be a, it shouldn't be a, a a curse to have this knowledge. You people shouldn't feel like there's something wrong with them for knowing this stuff. They should feel happy, you know, like hey, I'm one of the few that can tap into something higher in life than you know what's baseline, yeah, you know, material society. And the, the hard part is the more you know, the more you get into this, the longer the the longer you spend researching and doing what we're doing. As every year goes by, you start you, you know more and more and more. You start understanding things a little better. What's hard for me is when somebody asks a question to try and explain something to where they'll understand it is so difficult for me because I'm, they, it takes years of, of at least, mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. hours of researching one particular subject to even start to grasp it sometimes, right? And then years, months, yeah. years. So to try and answer it in one question when I'm in person, like at Thanksgiving, my cousin was asking me a question. I didn't know how to answer it because it, depending on their his understanding of the world, my answer wouldn't make sense to him, right? So you have to like, you can't answer yeah. the question. You have to go back and like start from the beginning. Like, all right, well, let me lay this out for you. You know, this is one big agenda. And but if they don't understand that, it's really hard. It's difficult for me to try and relay that. That's why it's a lot easier to just do this on a podcast and the right people will be drawn to this information. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is that is such a luxury. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, YouTube is planning another December to remember, which is their mass censorship program. You know, they're going to tear down more channels, get rid of more people. And, um, you know, I'm like, how can... The population needs to start asking a question is how, why is one narrative proliferating and why is the other one not being allowed to talk? You know, if you're going to strip and take away free speech, that should have to go through a court process. I don't care if it's YouTube's a private company or Twitter or Facebook, you know, you can't because these, these uh, social media platforms are used to create political change. So therefore they need to be a uh, public utility, you know, if they're going Mm -hmm. to, you know, if, if they're going to affect political change, if they're going to allow people to talk and you can't sit there and censor people left and right, you know, it's, and it's weird. You know, you have these doctors like Fauci and Bill and somehow Bill Gates, who became a doctor, yeah. um, are telling you how to uh, live your life, you know, uh, like how you should celebrate Thanksgiving, you know, keep the music down was one of the guidelines. Don't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no dancing or singing. Yeah. Keep the music levels no down. No having fun. 
No having yeah. life. Actually, the just your life alone is going to be a problem. Okay, get rid of it because that's going to give you the coronavirus. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you might as well kill yourself so you don't get the coronavirus. Just make yeah. just, just making people think that by them breathing, they're harming other people is the biggest scam ever. You know, and, oh, yeah. and that's what that's what's happening. And and going back to Bill Gates, you know, he has all this money he's putting towards vaccines, but you know what he can do with that money? If this was a real, if he was really a leader, he, he really would, cared about humanity. Yeah, We wouldn't need, he wouldn't need to be putting the money in the vaccines. He could be helping the world in so many other ways. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. 100%. I mean, he's also funding geoengineering programs. One of the guys that wanted to shoot a missile into the atmosphere to spread out dust, you know, to spread out aluminum dust and all these other things. I mean, uh, David Keith, him and Ken Caldera are the leading scientists from Harvard, MIT, and some of the guys from Caltech, like Douglas McMartin, who are pushing these programs. And what's funny to me is 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 how they can deny something that is very visible in the sky. You know, if you look up solar radiation management, look at the pictures that you see. It specifically shows airplanes spraying nanoparticulates in the atmosphere. Exactly what we're seeing in the air, and they're telling us that's not what we're seeing. I'm like. Like, come on, you know, Chris Angel did a better job at doing these magic tricks than you guys did, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's true. I, I say this all the time now, but we're seeing the sociopathic behavior coming out. Uh, it's just like mm-hmm. they're living in denial and it's just crazy. You know, I don't even know how else to put it. Well, it gets more obvious um, as the years go on and like they're really tr- pushing their agendas like so heavily now and it, it's like become so obvious now especially for us that are awake but like even for like i said it's even waking up the sleepers now because it's just getting so crazy yeah it is and like i said I'm, I'm happy we're here i'm happy we're in this time uh will it be troublesome will there, will there be problems will we face cataclysms yes we will i promise you where this is going to be a better world the best thing we can do now really is to prepare uh, you know, get food, ammo, weapons, get ready, you know, and, and buckle down on the storm and make sure you connect with people uh, who are in the same mindset as you. Because yeah. really, those are the ones who are going to who know the answers and the solution to the problem, as opposed to the ones who, you know, uh, like, look, look at the like, look at the world today. I mean, technically, people should be prepared for a lot of these natural disasters. They should have already like a little emergency food supply, water supply, if, uh, you know, just in case a storm or tornado happens, you know, just some kind of natural disaster, but they don't do that. Um, they're very underprepared. People have put so much money into materials that when time comes, which uh, actually last year, the Department of Defense came out with a document that says, prepare for a six month to a year long power outage. I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. A long time. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Wow. <laughs> Why are, you, why are you telling us this? You yeah. Know, what's going on here? So, we don't know here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one, uh, one agenda though. There's a, it's all compartmentalized and there's a lot of different people trying to get their agenda pushed right now. So some of these articles that come out, some of this information, even some whistleblowers that come forward might be giving you information that might be for an agenda that might have already gotten swept under the rug or something else happened. Um, uh, this really is war. And if you don't, if you think it's not, then <laughs> you're not paying attention because it really is world war three right now and things change in the fog of war things change every day so all this information that comes forward you you got to take it with a grain of salt mm-hmm. take it you know consider it yes and then and then leave it at that but you don't get married to any of these ideas 
because it will cause you to go crazy. You have to work on yourself at the end of the day and figure out what's going to work for you and not be putting your worry out there. Yeah. So anyway, oh, 100%, you know, you can't, uh, you know, you, you, people, people dry themselves up the wall with this kind of stuff and people forget that. Uh, I think it was Zig Zabrinsky who said it was easier in the past. It was easier to kill a million people. It was easier to control a million people than to kill a million people. Now it's easier to kill a million people than to control a million people. And if people understand that, you know, that there's a massive disinformation campaign, even in our movement, you know, to try to enlighten the population, there's still groups out there. There's individuals, there's major, major hosts out there who will refuse to tap into the truth. They were, you know, they'll, they'll, toe, they'll put their toes right on the line. They won't cross it, you know, and they do major detriment to the movement, but I believe we will succeed. You know, yeah. And, we have to. Yeah, absolutely. Amen to that. I, and, and yeah. With that being said, I guess we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for coming on. And I want to give you a chance to plug yourself. Uh, where can people find you? So we're on uh, we're on Facebook and Parlor and YouTube under Midwest Climate Engineering Watch. Uh, we're also on Brighteon. That's a backup channel. Should YouTube ban us? I mean, I, don't, I mean, we just started our channel two months ago on YouTube. And we're steadily growing. So if anybody's interested in these uh, information that we do, we're trying to not just do climate engineering, but every, you know everything that interests people that really isn't being covered. So uh, our video quality is getting better, judges, <laughs> <laughs> but, we're, but we're getting there. You know, we're getting there. It's about um, it's just about doing it to keep the population healthy with information. Yeah, well, keep it up, man, awesome. because uh, this was great. I mean, we covered a lot. You're a wealth of information. Uh, you clearly have are well informed on this subject and a lot of stuff that's happening right now. So thank you for what you're doing and everybody out there. Yeah. Make sure you go subscribe to his channel. Say it one more time. We'll put, we'll the put link. a link yeah. in the description. Uh, Midwest climate engineering watch. Yeah. Midwest yeah. climate engineering watch. All right. Uh, well, thanks again, man. Yeah, this thanks is, so much, man. This has been great. This has been like great. You guys too. It's yeah. always nice to get somebody on local somebody yeah it's somebody who's you know we we always think you know where are all these people but it's nice when we run into somebody here locally that um knows what they're talking about so it's been a pleasure and uh yeah keep doing what you're doing man we will definitely continue to support you thank you you guys have done me a great honor and everyone else in the group that's uh trying to you know illuminate everybody thank you guys very much mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, don't forget the promo codes uh, Sleepy Joe for twenty percent off your T-shirts. Promo code Truth for ten percent off Omnia. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> uh, truth for ten percent off Omnia and Hopewell Farm CBD products. They're awesome. They're so good. They're illegal in other countries. So <laughs> <laughs> that's when you uh, know it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, good night. Thanks for listening, and we will be back soon. <laughs>